0: word radio on demand 96.1 fm and 900 a.m w u r d streaming live at wordradio.com. and now back to evening words with dr james peterson on w u r d progressive black talk media
1: welcome back to evening words i'm your guest <laughs> Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. I am really, really, really honored here to be joined by Councilmember Brother Curtis Jones from the 4th...
2: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> fourth, you gotta know. You gotta <laughs>
1: know. From the 4th. Uh, a district here uh, that includes Allegheny West Belmont Village East Falls Manioc Overbrook Overbrook Park Roxborough Winfield and sections of West Philadelphia Councilmember
2: I am Jones. impressed <laughs> 157,000 people That's and right. you probably could name all of them. <laughs> I do if I could name them <laughs> my all my God, I
1: don't know if I could name them all uh-huh. uh, Councilman Jones I, 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 it, this it's incredible to be in this space on this occasion can you talk a little bit about what this center means for the 4th District
2: So, for the city, but in particular the 4th District, this was an old series of warehouses and factories Mm. that used to make tables for gaming down Ah. at the casinos. Okay. That was abandoned. People in the Rust Belt of uh, this part of the country abandoned this type of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. So, it was vacant for a very long time. Okay. And so this has been repurposed to have a new meaning, a new life, mm-hmm. but more importantly, provide recreation for a number of schools, um, teams that do not have these types of facilities That's right. uh, on their own. So collectively, we have a powerhouse of um, courts, mm-hmm. but more than just Basketballs dribbling and people taking jump shots, they're taking a shot at life mm-hmm. by taking some of the issues that plague inner city kids mm-hmm. and addressing them. Everything from nutrition to supplemental education That's right. to uh, the ability to start a business. Mm-hmm. I met a young man, uh, he does candles and uh, aromatherapy. <laughs> I'm like, Aromatherapy.
3: <laughs> Aromatherapy. What's
1: that?
2: <laughs> and he is a, a Dobbins high schooler. Mm. He says, I'm not trying to perfect my jump shot. I'm mm. trying to prevent, pre- project my life shot,
1: mm-hmm. which
2: I thought was amazing.
1: That is amazing.
2: And so what this means is that this is a intersection for young people. Sports is a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Like you can come from different parts of the city, right. but if you can play ball, you can get along. And it spills off of the court as well. Mm-hmm. So if I see you later in a different part of town, right. now that's my point guard. Right. That's not some guy, that's some right. random person, that's right. some victim in the, in the making. That's my point guard. Mm-hmm. And we tend to make those bonds due to sports. Now, basketball was not my sport. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, the only time I ever got hurt was yeah. on a basketball court. And... Shaka Fatai and Vincent Hughes <laughs> called themselves athletes, and we used to go down to uh, the gym. Mm-hmm. And Roger Jackson, if you're listening, I'm telling, you, he, I was, I was driving, right. and I was actually guarding him. He drove, he put his head down, broke my nose in three places. Wow! Now keep in mind, I played football, right. I boxed, I ran track, never, never broke got your nose. hurt, right? On a basketball court, That's right. I got injured, so I learned. Uh, That's not my sport, (laughs) but what I can tell you is that sports saved my life. Mm. I was um, at Overbrook. Mm -hmm. We were from Winfield, Burke Street area,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, and there was Hilltop, there was the Moon Gang, Mm -hmm. there was all of these, the Hunter Street boys, Mm -hmm. and one day I was cutting class. (laughs) And I you walked, cut
1: class oh, ever, Councilman Jones. Yeah,
2: I got my stuff together, but there was a wayward time. That's right. And so I walked by the gym, and they were recruiting for track and field cross country. So I moseyed on in, signed up, and some of the guys that were on my team mm-hmm. were from some of these other areas. Wow. We, after we looked at each other hard and started practicing, Started sweating, started going up and down hills. We started to appreciate each other as athletes, wow. appreciate each other as brothers, mm-hmm. appreciate each other as teammates. Mm-hmm. So then they gave me a pass to be able to come over wow. to the school. No, no, that's Turtle. That was my nickname. <laughs> okay. That's Turtle mm-hmm. from the cross country team. And so those bonds lasted a lifetime, mm-hmm. those relationships. Uh, travel throughout life, and the things I learned through sports helped me throughout life. Like it, ain't how fast you are mm-hmm. is finishing. Mm-hmm. Once you start something, mm-hmm. finish, finish it.
1: the race. Yeah. yeah,
2: and if you keep, and sometimes you got to take a L, you got to lose. That's right. To learn how to win, because mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. are persistent, you can get better. Mm-hmm. And each season brings a new life to your game. So eventually. After um, running for Overbrook, I became a coach. Okay. And I got to tell you, those were some of the most rewarding years of my life. Right. Educating young people. uh, Yeah. Listen, to watch a young people play their heart out for a little uh, piece of tin, (laughs) they're called a medal. That's right. I mean, go to practice, come eat right, sleep right, Right. work hard, and get a medal, and see that look in their eyes. Mm -hmm. That feeling of accomplishment, mm-hmm. that feeling of I can do more than I ever thought I could. Right. That, that part right there. That's right. I can do more
3: mm-hmm.
1: than
2: I ever thought I could. Coaches inspire athletes to reach mm-hmm. further and higher. Mm-hmm. So in this gym, you're going to create a lot of champions. Mm-hmm. You're going to create hopefully a couple of millionaires. Hello. You're going to create, more importantly, quality character people. Mm -hmm. that understand if I start something, I should finish it. Mm -hmm. That even though I I think one of the best lessons you learn is that even though I'm talented, Mm -hmm. there are rules. That's right. And if I break those rules, I can get benched. Mm -hmm. Those lessons are as important. You don't learn from always winning. You learn from getting benched. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't follow the rules, Mm -hmm. so my coach thought enough of me Mm -hmm. to show me that, You need to sit down for life lessons. That's life lessons. I remember a officer, San Diego. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I don't know where he is. I'm going to find him though. He's a police officer. Mm -hmm. And we were having a basketball teams for at risk youth from different areas that did not did not like each other. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of it, a fight broke out because one guy hard fouled another. Mm -hmm. It was critical because his friends were on one side, mm-hmm. the other team's friends were on another, That's right. and it could have been very volatile. Yes. San Diego jumped in the middle of it, and he said this. He said, this is why we are here, this moment right now, mm. to show that conflict resolution it's does possible. not happen always at the end of violence. Mm. We can talk it out. We can play it out. And the boy looked at the other boy and said, what's your name? He said, my name is Go-Go. Right. And he said, you play for them all the time? He said, yeah. He said, next time I see you, I'm going to score 20 points on you. (laughs) And started running. That moment, that pivotal moment showed that I don't have to kill in order to be heard. That's right. I can talk through Mm -hmm. conflict Mm -hmm. that doesn't result in gun violence. So on these Shout courts, out to Officer
1: Santiago. What?
2: I'm going to find him. <laughs> are you, you got this. Find me, Officer <laughs> Santiago, from, formerly with the 19th. So these are lessons. Right. So a lot of these young people don't have traditional families. Right. A father at the dinner table. Right. A mother at the dinner table. But what you can get in this building is a coach mm. that can serve as a mentor, mm-hmm. serve as a guiding light on how to deal with life
3: Mm -hmm.
2: on and off the court Mm -hmm. to show you a lot of these young people, at-risk young people, some of these young boys I talk to, tell me they don't leave within a 10-square block of their house. Mm. Told me the only reason I go downtown, Old Head, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like Old Head. (laughs) The only time I go downtown, Old Head, is either to buy some sneakers or to go to court. Wow. And I asked him, I said, do you not see all these skyscrapers, all these windows? There are thousandaires and millionaires in them. Right. You need to find out their story. Mm-hmm. And so traveling in sports gets you out of those right. ten square blocks. Right. Get you into different arenas, neighborhoods, mm-hmm. environments mm-hmm. to see how other people are living. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. say to yourself, I can live like that too. Mm-hmm. So this, this building means a lot. It
1: means, it means a lot. Councilman Jones, you know, it, it, in the media, we're, we're, we're guilty of this as anyone else in the city of Philadelphia. We're really good at talking about the problems with the youth. You know what I mean? We're really good at talking about the problems with the youth. I want you to talk to our listeners a little bit about why this is part of the solution. Right? I mean, this is going to capture young people during the critical hours where they make those wayward steps, and so, and you know this district, you know what goes on in this city. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how this is—it's a—it's a physical solution for so, some of the challenges that we see in our community.
2: So strategically, it's placed well. It's in the middle of a lot of great neighborhoods: mm-hmm. North Philly, mm-hmm. Hunting Park.
1: Yep.
3: You, you're not in far East from Northeast. Fall, yep. Right. Yep. You're yep. in
2: Abercrombie's right over here, mm-hmm. um, and most neighborhoods can get here by public transportation. Mm a part of the ongoing program is to be able to bus people in mm-hmm. and bust them out from South Philly, North Philly, Northeast, mm-hmm. to be able to see each other, work together and deal with each other. The other reason why it's critical is life is a series of decisions. Mm-hmm. Some of them bad, mm-hmm. And there are critical times, out of school time, mm-hmm. that needs to be filled. So instead of going to hang on a corner, mm-hmm. you go hang in the gym. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, learning how to do bad things, illegal things. Mm-hmm. You learn how to start a business. Mm-hmm. So these, this environment is a safe space. Mm-hmm. That I know, if I can make it here, then I'm safe.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: know if I can make it here, I'm gonna find the help that I might need,
3: mm-hmm. whether
2: it's nutrition, whether it's education, mm-hmm. whether it's clothing, the social components in this building. Mm-hmm. The basketball's bait. bait right. to get you here. That's right. What you will take away from here is nourishment, food for thought, mm-hmm. um,
1: direction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's right, real food, too. Right, and real
2: food. Because <laughs> right. guess what? Um, hunger is a real thing. It is. And sometimes is. when you talk to some of these guys, look, I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Look, I had to feed my little brother and little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to find the resources you need in a safe space mm-hmm. like this, without being embarrassed, Mm -hmm. to ask for help Mm -hmm. is amazing.
1: Mm -hmm. Councilman Curtis Jones, thank you so much for your time today, brother. I really appreciate you sharing some of your story and why you're here. And and, and I'm excited to see you. I know there's more VIPs coming in and you and your team got to go work the room. But thank you for spending a little bit of time with us here at WRD. Get people
2: to come up here and check it out. Uh, words do not do this justice. That's right. And you got to see it for yourself. Kick the tire, shoot some hoops, help a kid.
1: That's right. Thank you, Councilman. Uh, that was uh, Councilman Curtis Jones, uh, the 4th District Representative. Mr. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. All right. It was really exciting to talk. What, 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 a, what a great uh, opportunity to, uh, to connect with that, brother. We, we have to get ready to move on to uh, our, our next guest. Uh, as, he's t- as he takes his seat, uh, we're going to be uh, introducing here uh, uh, Mr. Kyle Lafferty, who is uh, Philadelphia Youth Basketball's uh, Director of People Power. I'm excited to talk to this, brother, but shout-out to uh, uh, Councilman Curtis Jones for sen- spending some time here on, on Evening Words. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm introducing to you now mr kyle lafferty who is philadelphia youth basketball's director of people power mr lafferty welcome to evening words good evening thanks for having me. no it's, it's it's great to have you so I, just off the top here first First of all, I love your title, brother, okay? I love, <laughs> I love your title, right, because our human resources, the talents that we have as human beings is fundamental to the advancement of our community. But talk about that title a little bit. What, what, what does that mean exactly? You're, you're, you're director of people power for Philadelphia Youth Basketball. Explain that to, to, to the listeners here at WRD.
4: Yeah, I, I think for HR has a, a specific, like, feeling towards it. Mm. And I feel like it's stale. Mm -hmm. But with people power, it's a little bit more energy behind it. Mm -hmm. And uh, my role is to see how we can optimize our talent Mm -hmm. who's on on team. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's about creating the right atmosphere, Mm -hmm. um, experience, making Mm -hmm. sure that we fine tune the experience to make sure folks feel comfortable mm-hmm. and um, there's a certain energy that comes with that so mm-hmm. you know I think people power just emerged mm-hmm. as a creative idea mm-hmm. and, and and it's and working for y'all
1: I had a chance to talk with uh, Ashley Rosario I talked to Coach E for, for a couple of segments and I I can feel the family energy of it. I mean, is that is that what you're going for as as director of people, like trying to sort of establish a, a, a sort of culture of community here at, at PYB?
4: Yeah, I think it, I think it all starts with what we value. Mm-hmm. Our community agreements really inform how we show up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the workplace mm-hmm. and out in the community. And we've gone through a process to ensure that we're um, being inclusive and ensuring that what we stand for is what everyone within the organization stands for so Mm -hmm. through that process we were able to get on get on the same page in terms of what we all stand for and i feel like that's what happens in families Mm -hmm. that's incredible now
1: you have been with PYB for a long time uh, in terms of the history of this organization. Tell, tell us how long you've been here and, and where did you start How did you come to it? Like what, what, what drew you to it in the first place? <laughs> how far do you want me I to want go, go back? I want you to go back, go back,
4: <laughs> go back to the beginning of your tenure at Philadelphia Youth Basketball. So the beginning of my tenure actually starts before I even was in an official capacity with PYB. Okay. So back in 2012, is when I first met Kenny Holzman. Okay. I was a, the senior leader of Central High School's boys' basketball program. Okay. Kenny's older son, Greg, joined, joined the program uh, while I was, you know, one of the co-captains. Mm-hmm. I think it was because of my approach and just like a certain aura that I brought mm-hmm. to the team. Mm-hmm. Kenny took a liking to me and uh, we developed a relationship uh, you know, what position, you what, what position
1: did you play? What position did you play? Central.
4: So I had to play point guard, okay. but just naturally, I'm a I'm a combo guard. Okay. Um, but whatever whatever it took mm-hmm. for us to succeed as a team, mm-hmm. I was willing to do that. Mm. Right. Um. So I kind of you know, after high school, I maintained a relationship with Greg. You know, Kenny was doing this thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, after my junior year. And, uh, you know, I spent some time. Well, I went to Rosemont College for okay. undergrad. Okay. And after my junior year. Right up there by Villanova, folks. Absolutely. Rosemont's right up by, by, by Villanova University. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. After my junior year, I was looking for a more meaningful opportunity in the mm-hmm. summer mm-hmm. where I could develop some professional skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was going to be uh, less than a year before I graduated, and I was going to be trying to look for a job. Right, right, right. Um, and I remember having a conversation with Greg. Mm-hmm. And during that conversation, I'm telling him, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go, you know, and work some dead-end job or something right. like that. I'm looking for something where I can actually grow. Right. And immediately, he's like, PYB is starting an internship. Wow. I'm like, PYB? That sounds familiar. <laughs> and he starts to tell me about right. it, right? Right. And as he's telling me about it, I'm like, this is, is this, like, too good to be true? Right. Right. And then he was like. It felt like a good fit from you right it, from the beginning. It felt like a great yeah. fit. We're talking yeah. about basketball, we're talking about ac- academics, mm-hmm. um, and, and we're talking about summer camps as well, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's going into, leading into the summer. Mm-hmm. So, leading into the summer. Uh, I'm like, what, what do I need to do to get involved? Right. He told me exactly what I needed to do, who I needed to get in contact with. Wow. I, I sent over, I, I drafted a cover letter. There you go. Fixed up my resume, <laughs> sent it over. And lo and behold, I was invited for an interview, mm-hmm. and I was the last person to join our first ever internship cohort. Wow. And that was that was back in tw- May of 2016. So September so 2016. you
1: you came in as, an, so talk about the journey. Start off as an intern. Ha- with, yeah. And then what was next? What so was the
4: steps? back Back then, the the future wasn't as clear, but Mm -hmm. the the, our mission was powerful. Mm -hmm. It resonated with me, Mm -hmm. and the vision for the future, I I could couldn't see it clearly, but Mm -hmm. something—it was a a certain Mm feeling—was like I can Mm -hmm. I I can get on board with that. Right, (laughs) right, right. Right. So when I joined
1: basketball, educating the youth, supporting the community—like
4: this—is a way for me to pay pay it forward. Mm. Take everything that I've learned to date mm-hmm. and, and, and give back to my community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did the internship. I did some meaningful work, uh, working directly with Kenny, Diana Venezia, mm-hmm. who, you know, before she moved on to her opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now she was our di- director of development. Mm-hmm. Got, a, got a chance to learn a ton from them. Okay. Uh, Eric Worley, who's our program director. Mm-hmm. And there was opportunities for me to just naturally like tap in and and challenge myself and we call them stretch assignments, right? <laughs> okay, that's and right. And me doing me being someone who's just willing has having a, a can do will do attitude, mm-hmm. those stretch assignments, I felt I felt them inspiring. Mm-hmm. I felt joy in them. You 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 were excited about the challenge. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, based on the projects that I was working on, I was the back behind the scenes guy for our summer camps mm-hmm. making sure that I got all of our families registered mm-hmm. they got all the information they need included scholarships mm-hmm. um, and then I was also working on a campaign uh, titled hashtag okay alright so I got a chance to meet some folks in the Philadelphia basketball community mm-hmm. and got their take on what they thought about PYB heard, mm-hmm. learned a bit about their backgrounds and their stories and um, I also got a chance to connect with our young people directly mm-hmm. uh I I was a coach mentor, okay. so wearing okay. a bunch of different hats, right. I'm like, there's so much variety mm-hmm. to my role, mm-hmm. so what more is there? Mm-hmm. Went, back to, went back to Rosemont to finish out my senior year, and then I came back for a spring semester internship mm-hmm. uh, for course credit, and that, that rolled into a full-time opportunity wow. uh, shortly after. So you've been working here since straight out of college?
1: Basically, Pretty much. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, now, in terms of your role, like, let's say if there are people out there listening who want to work here, right, who want to be a part of what's, what's going on, you're, you're the guy they need to talk to.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so I take, I take pride in being that guy for the organization. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels like I'm a gatekeeper. But I view myself as a bridge builder. Mm. Folks are looking for meaningful work, Mm. they're looking for opportunities to give back, Mm -hmm. looking for opportunities to grow as individuals and professionals, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I take pride in, making sure that we have the right caring and and quality adults Mm -hmm. um, involved in our organization, but more importantly in the lives of the young people Mm -hmm. that we serve. Mm -hmm. Are there any roles you're currently searching or trying to fill right now? Yeah, so at the moment, uh, we are looking for a few operations focused positions. Mm -hmm. Um, We we just had an operations manager role that came offline. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to a a new team member joining our team. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll have a few program focused opportunities available as well. Uh, We're currently looking for a, a safety and security manager,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, we're going to be looking for a, a revenue manager, Okay. a few program operations coordinators, Okay. Um, and then in the near future, you know, as we plan for the summer... The big um, opening of this incredible space, yes? Yeah, I think that's going to be the first opportunity we have to, to launch a program and you know get folks involved get new folks involved so mm-hmm. a, a ton of coach mentor opportunities are going to come online And
1: so people can go to philadelphia youth basketball's website yep you, to see these roles you and
4: can you can go to our website go directly to the get involved tab mm-hmm. and there are job opportunities volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. and um you know if, if you see what you see what you like and, and your background and experience mm-hmm. aligns you mm-hmm. know give me a shout that's incredible. Listen, Mr. Lafferty, i gotta get you out of here on this. What are you most excited about tonight?
1: I see the VIPs are starting to come in here now. They're going to, it's about to turn up here. But what are you most excited
4: about tonight's program? I'm most excited about building community. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of folks here, you know, coming from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And this is where we, we get to see... Diversity mm-hmm. in action. Mm-hmm. It's yes, real diversity. Yeah, real diversity. Yeah, 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 and I think it's an opportunity for everyone to see just how much the game of basketball um, can do mm-hmm. for community. Mm-hmm. The there, there's so much power in it, and um, you know we all came here because you know we care about the young people growing mm-hmm. up in and around Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's, it's building community, build creating relationships, mm-hmm. uh, strengthening uh, relationships, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm looking forward to that aspect and just seeing all the, the smiles and, and,
1: and, and joy in everyone's face. Absolutely. Mr. Lafferty, thank you so much for, for joining us. I appreciate thank your time you. your brother. I know you have a great time tonight, okay? Uh, that's Kyle Lafferty, who is Philadelphia Youth Basketball's Director of People Power, You're listening to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. We'll be back after these messages.
0: And now, back to Evening Words with Dr. James Peterson on WURD, progressive black talk media.
1: Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. It's starting to heat up in here a little bit. A lot of VIPs are in the room now, and uh, we're going to kick it over to some remarks as soon as we have them from some of those VIP speakers, uh, just as soon as they are are, going to start. Uh, Troy will give me the, the signal. I do want to say though that uh, Mayor Parker and city officials will be announcing preparations for the winter storm. City officials will discuss preparations for significant winter storm expected to reach Philadelphia overnight and extend through tomorrow. We talked about this a little bit at the, at the beginning of the program. But I want to remind folks if you want to find out how the city 's preparing and what they 're going to be doing, please uh, tune in There'll be The briefing is going to be live streamed on the Office of emergency management 's Facebook page. Uh, associated uh, with, with with the city, as as we mentioned before, um, um, we're going to be under a storm a storm watch. Uh, the storm's going to come in late tonight, early tomorrow morning, and be with us throughout the day. So please make sure you're checking WRD and your other news sources to see um, any delays, uh, any uh, cancellations or anything associated with this big storm coming through. I know folks are still trying to recover from, if you're like me, still trying to recover from, uh, uh, from, from, from Monday's uh, storm. Um, but we got another one coming through here uh, late tonight, early tomorrow morning, and it'll be with us throughout the day again. Um, city officials will discuss preparations for this uh, significant winter storm coming into Philadelphia uh, overnight, extending through most of the day tomorrow, in fact, into tomorrow night. Um, and that briefing will be live streamed. Uh, on the Office of Emergency Management's Facebook page. Man, we have been uh, in conversation with really some fascinating folks, uh, starting at the beginning with, with Coach E, uh, uh, Mr. Eric Worley, who's the Director of Basketball Operations uh, here uh, for the Philadelphia Youth uh, basketball program, and uh, he shared with us some great insights uh, about what this building means and, and what they're going to be doing here. But he also kind of broke down some interesting things about basketball, um, some things that we're seeing trending in youth basketball, uh, the impact of, of NIL deals on this entire uh, sort of process. He, he mentioned the fact I, I didn't even see this news. This is an important news story: uh, a young, a young woman in tenth grade uh, getting a Nike deal. And 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 you know, I've been in conversation with listeners to to, to our program. About sports a lot, we know we're, this is not we 're a news program not a sports program, but we spend a lot of time talking about sports and we have been curious as to what kind of what the impact of NIL would be on on, on amateur sports and so uh, coach E was was um, gracious in sharing some of his insights there. Uh, then we spoke with uh, Ashley Rosario, who is uh, the the manager of the of the of violent prevent violence prevention programs um, and she spoke really candidly about some of the powerful programming that they 're doing here and really helping us to sort of better understand that although this is about basketball, it's not just about basketball, right? Um, um, it's about providing opportunities and community for young people. And and, and and Philadelphia youth basketball has been serving young people for some time, um, um, but this space represents a next-level opportunity to, to advance uh, 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 the prospects and, and, and the hopes and dreams of young people in the city of Philadelphia. Um, we've also had some time to to to, to, to talk with uh, Councilman Curtis Jones, uh, who shared with us some of his uh, upbringing, some of the challenges that he faced as a young person, and the ways in which sports and athletics uh, helped him to overcome those challenges. Um, uh, he's also obviously very excited about this new facility uh, in his his district, and 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 talk to us a little bit. About, about why the space matters, about what the potential is. I mean, this kind of work, it isn't the sole solution, but it's part of the solution, right? We, we, we have a lot of challenges that we face as a community, a lot of challenges that the city faces. And, and um, you know, I, I always say this, you know, we're real good at talking about the problems. That's good, you got to be able to analyze them. you got to be able to think critically about them. But, but when, when, when folks are doing the work, putting in the good work, um, um, uh, making advancements that will uh, drive community, uh, create community, and especially create and generate opportunities for young people, we got to celebrate that. Um, um, and that's why we're, you know, we're real glad to be here uh, uh, with Evening Words and the Evening Words team. Uh, real happy to be here on site uh, to, to sort of talk about and think through some of these things. Like I can see Senator Casey in the room, uh, we see certain council. Uh, people walking around, a bunch of uh, business folks uh, here from Philadelphia um, uh, in this section. Uh, that that's um, uh, the, it, it. Looks like the, the the program might be getting ready to get started uh, soon. I did want to talk about another really big news story uh, in, in black news today, but really American University news. Spelman College, Spelman College uh, uh, in the great city of uh, of Atlanta receives a historic. <laughs> a historic $100 million donation. Um, uh, Spelman College, a historically black women's liberal arts college in Atlanta. They announced today that the school received an historic $100 million gift. Now, I don't know if y'all understand how universities operate, uh, um, um, but, but most universities require a model of gifts and donations in order to operate at all. Um, And so really an extraordinary thing uh, uh, for Spelman to secure a $100 million gift. This donation is the largest single donation ever received by any historically black college. I think think the closest one might have been a Robert Smith's donation uh, 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 to wipe out uh, uh, college debt for for Morehouse uh, grads. Uh, but but the donate this donation, this $100 million gift, um, is the largest uh, uh, single uh, donation ever received by any historically black college. The record-breaking donation comes from businesswoman and philanthropist Rhonda Stryker and her husband, William Johnson, uh, chairman of the Greenleaf Trust. Uh, 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 clearly, uh, Stryker has been a Spelman College trustee since the 1990s. Um, and has a passion for empowering women through higher education opportunities for marginalized communities. Uh, just an incredible moment for, 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 for Spellman. Uh, Spellman is, is, is saying that 75 million of that 100 million dollar donation is gonna to go towards endowed scholarships for future students. Uh, that remaining 25 million will be used to develop an academic focus on public policy and democracy, improve student housing, and provide flexible funding to meet critical strategic needs. Just an incredible moment. Uh, for Spellman and for the entire uh, Spellman community, congratulations uh, to to, to Spellman uh, uh, College and to, to all the Spellman alum uh, and everyone in that in that community in the HBCU community that 's a big deal folks um, you know th- those one hundred million dollar donations might uh, fairly regularly go to 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 predominantly white institutions um, um, but we we have not seen them. Uh, come the way of, of HBCUs. So, so, for the first time in the history of HBCUs, a $100 million gift uh, uh, goes uh, to, to Spellman, a historic uh, donation. Uh, the largest single donation ever received by any historically black, black college. It's an exciting thing for, for, for Spellman and for HBCUs, record breaking. Again, from a uh, businesswoman, Rhonda Stryker, and her husband, uh, William Johnson, who's the chairman. Of the Greenleaf uh, 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 Trust, so so you know we're we're excited for for the Spelman community uh, 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 down there in Atlanta for that, um, and and again for those of you who who uh, uh, don't all you know don't don't know the minutia around the sort of operating budgets of, of universities, all universities uh, uh, require donations, and and, and and some universities get more than than others, and HBCUs. Uh, are not always at the forefront when it comes to these kind of large donations. So it's an exciting thing for uh, for for our community. I want to remind folks that city officials are going to be uh, uh, discussing the city's preparations uh, for the winter storm that's expected to come through uh, here overnight and extend in through tomorrow. It's going to come in late night, uh, early morning, uh, and be with us throughout the day and into the night uh, 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 tomorrow. So we just we, we just want to be really... Uh, mindful and prepare for that, uh, the briefing is going to be live streamed on the Office of Emergency Management's Facebook page. And I'm sure that it's going to be on a loop, folks. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you're starting to make your preparations again. You know, I hate, I hate when we have these storms and people do the kind of run and rush out to the grocery stores and things like that. But, but this is one of those times. This is one of those moments uh, 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 where, where you don't want to be out on these roads tomorrow. Right? You don't want to be out on these roads tomorrow. You want to make sure that we create space a safe space uh, for, for, for our city workers to do the work of sanding and salting and plowing the roads. Uh, you focus on your own uh, 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 space. For all of my more experienced uh, elders out there, please make sure that you're in contact with family members and friends to be prepared uh, for what will be the second snowstorm of this particular week. Again, we are uh, broadcasting live here from Nice Town, North Philadelphia, at the Allen Horwitz Sixth Man Center, a world-class facility, 100,000 square feet, and you can feel every single square foot of that when you come into this building. This is a big, big building, a uh, second home for for thousands of young people that get served uh, through the Philadelphia Youth Basketball uh, uh, Programs. The center, this center, is going to provide everything that PYB believes young people need to thrive academically, intellectually. Socially, emotionally, civically, and vocationally. It is not just about basketball, right? As, 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 as Councilman uh, Curtis Jones said, the hook might be basketball, but, but the programming here is, is, is trying to prepare and is preparing young people for life, life skills, how to present yourself, how to do resumes, um, how to, to, to learn a, a trade, uh, workforce development, um, the full range, uh, uh, of 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 developmental possibilities for young people uh, will can be attained and achieved uh, through participation in the programming here in this in this in this great center. Uh, I haven't mentioned this enough. PYB uh, is in partnership with Pride Enterprises and D Three Development and created the Black Empowerment and Participation Plan to ensure that this center was constructed by black owned businesses, black workers, and black apprentices. And we had some time to talk to Director of Basketball Operations, uh, uh, Mr. Eric, Coach E. Worley, and he even said that even here tonight, uh, some of the vendors here are black. Some of the, some of the businesses that, are, that, are, that are, are doing the catering, and representing, and doing the decorating are black. Um, 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 I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure out, a, I'm gonna get a, a list of the talent that's here, because there's, there's gonna be live music And I want to be able to share that with you all uh, before we kind of have to hop off air, but it's just a really exciting time uh, for the Philadelphia youth basketball program and everything they've achieved uh, with this extraordinary facility. Again, 6,000 people or more served annually, 100-plus high school apprenticeships, 140-plus hours of weekly programming in this 100,000-square-foot facility. You're listening to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live from nice Town, Philadelphia, and live on WRD 900 AM, 96.1 FM. We'll be back after these messages.
2: Where's the professor? check. One, two, here we go.
0: And now back to Evening Words with Dr. James Peterson on WURD Progressive Black Talk Media.
1: Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live on WRD, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. We're going to tune in to the program here in Nicetown, Philadelphia on the occasion of the gala celebrating the opening of the Horvitz Center.
5: All right, here we go. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, it is amazing to see everybody in the soon to be completed Alan Horowitz Sixth Man Center powered and operated by Philadelphia Youth Basketball. I am Kenny Holtzman, I'm one of the co-founders of the organization and I serve as its CEO and director on behalf of our board our staff team, our volunteers, the entire PYB family. We do not get here or have this space without everybody in this room. And you're gonna get a lot more thank yous and gratitude later this evening, but thank you all for your support, your sponsorship, your capital pledges, and and your love. So I have the unique privilege of introducing our senior United States Senator right now, Bob Casey. Senator Casey uh, has been fundamental to our success uh, in the United States Senate, cares deeply about young people. And what I'll I'll never forget about Bob is that he came to camp one day wearing wingtips and a suit. And we're at Engineering and Science High School, and I say, Bob, I remember, if I'm correct, that you were a regular in Barack Obama's pickup basketball game. He said, Yeah, yeah, that was like a decade ago. I don't really play anymore. Toured the whole summer camp. Eric Worley, one of my co-founders, took him through the off-court. He gets on court with the kids, takes a basketball, and from 22 feet in a suit and shoes swishes a three-pointer. Our senior senator, Bob Casey.
6: Kenny, thanks. Yes. Well Kenny, thanks very much. I'm, I'm glad that Kenny recalled that because that's definitely the last three-pointer I made. That was years ago. But I was so happy to be there that day because what you see here and what we're celebrating tonight is the future of the city of Philadelphia. The future for young people the future for future business men and women. Where's Kasim? I just met a young man here. Where is he? He just handed me his business card. Kasim, do you have two businesses already? He's got two businesses. I've never founded a business myself, so you're two ahead of me. But I'm so grateful that we can celebrate tonight this great facility and all that it means to young people in North Philadelphia. I'm thinking about my own history a little bit here. 41 years ago, I lived at 23rd in Tioga, and I was teaching fifth grade at the Jay Zoo, and I just remember thinking, coming through here tonight, of all the opportunities that young people have if, if we give them a shot. This place gives them a shot. A shot to learn and to grow and to succeed and to move into the future successfully. So, God bless the work that's been done here, and I look forward to coming back. Thanks, everybody. I
5: I failed to admit that of this $40 million center, the senator secured us a million dollars from Housing, Urban, and Development, so let's give Bob a hand. We are gonna break ground in May. We're about 15 weeks out. Uh, Our district councilman who I'm looking at is gonna cut a ribbon in May, but I wanna introduce city councilman at large, Isaiah Thomas. This is uh, really special for me in that I met Isaiah when he was 14 years old. And fast forward, I think the youngest, most courageous, most caring council member about young people, about youth sports, about positive change is the new House uh, City Council Deputy Whip, Isaiah Thomas. Let's give this guy a hand. 14 years old, I met him in the Philadelphia Freedom School Program, a fundamental pillar and formative moment for me about the role of young people and race and justice in society. And Isaiah has lived out leadership in the greatest of ways and I'm really privileged to call you a friend and you've been an amazing supporter of PYB from the jump. Isaiah Thomas.
7: Uh, Good evening everybody. Um, Kenny's absolutely right. Kenny met me uh, when I was 14 years old And to be honest with you, um, the program that he met me in helped shape the rest of my life. And and, and sometimes people wonder why do we, um, as elected officials, why do we as coaches, why do we as mentors pour so much into young people, and far too often the story is the same. We pour into young people because somebody poured into us to help put us in a position to be where we are today. And at the end of the day, when you think about the sports scene in Philadelphia, This is literally the greatest facility we have that's not owned by government or university. So this facility is filling a void and it's not just about the sports side, it's the entire dynamic. Coming out of the pandemic, we wanted to do more for young people. They had been in the house for years. And at the end of the day, as government, we can't do everything ourselves. So when we get the opportunity to put together quality public partnerships, that put young people in the position to receive quality mentoring, learn from quality adults, and be in a position to advance themselves both athletically, but more importantly, academically and socially, I personally feel obligated to invest. So it's an honor to be here today. I have to give a huge shout out first and foremost uh, to one of my big brothers, the district council person for this area, council Member Curtis Jones. Can we give him a round of applause, please? Councilmember Curtis Jones has been partnering with me, uh, being on the forefront, to advocate for PYB uh, for us on a local level to invest the best way we can. We don't have the money that Senator Casey does or Senator Hughes or some of the other folks who represent D.C. and Harrisburg, uh, but we tried our best to put a few pennies together to be able to support PYB. And I also have to give a shout out to somebody who I'm jealous of. Uh, Council Member Anthony Phillips, because I used to be able to say I'm the youngest member on City Council, uh, but he stole that title from me. but anyway, he's here today because he cares about young people. Council Member Phillips, thank you for being here. <laughs> Kenny, we love you. PYB, we love you. The work is amazing and we're going to continue to step up and do our part to support this initiative. Thank you.
5: Last speaker of this part of the program I met in the summer of 2017 a young woman named Randall Butler, and I'm looking at her very proud mother right now. Randy had just finished a four-year playing career as Colgate's point guard, and she went to Northern Ireland to uh, coach and learn and play in a sport for peace building program. And she spent a week with us at our summer camp at St. Joe's and the entire staff team said, "How do we get more of Randy?" She's exactly what we need, what our young women need. She's built our Hoopers program, and now she's our vice president of Programming and Social Impact. A pleasure to bring up Randy Butler.:
8: Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Wanting to say, as Kenny shared, um, I moved to Philadelphia to work with PYB in 2017. And as a former ball player, the basketball was a bonus. But it was really the holistic development of our young people. It was really that spark in a young person's eye when you see that light bulb turn on that has kept me here for so long. It's really all of you in this room who have helped us build partnerships, helped support our coach mentors that has kept me here for so long. It's this community, this room, as I look around at all of you beautifully dressed, might I add, that has helped our organization create this. Because it, is, it does take a village and it's not just PYB but it's all of you, no matter at what entry point that you have entered into our organization. If you've been here from June of 2015 or if you have just been here for tonight, it has taken all of you to make this a reality. I look around this room and I look around this center and I see the generational impact that it's going to have. I've learned so much at PYB, and I often say that I've grown up in the organization. I'm an old head, as I like to tell the people on my staff team, and that I learned from you Philadelphians. I can't wait for the next little Randy to grow up in this organization, in this center. Thank you to all of you. You see the mountain that we're on to climb, We are so grateful and so happy that all of you are on this journey with us. We have so much to celebrate tonight and so much more to strive for for all of our deserving young people. On behalf of our staff, our board, and our deserving youth, thank you for being here tonight, and let's have a good time.
5: Last uh, shout out, I want to. Is Jeff Brown and Sid Brown here? If they are, I hope they'll come forward for a quick moment. Our presenting sponsor tonight, Jeff and Tracy Brown, Sid Brown, the NFI family. It's all right. Pleasure to meet you, man. Thank you. Just want to give uh, Sid and Jeff a chance to bring a quick welcome, and we're thrilled that you stepped in as our presenting sponsor.
9: This is uh, my wife, Tracy, right here. (laughs) But on behalf of NFI, the Brown family, we just really wanted to support Kenny for a long journey. A time that had been, I don't know, how many years ago would you say? Nine. We met, I guess, seven, eight years ago when we started. And what you've accomplished is unbelievable. And what we'll see tonight and what we'll see future in May, it is phenomenal. And we're so glad to be a part of not just the basketball, but bringing back help for kids of all ages, sizes, needs. You're gonna be a godsend for so many kids in the future, and you're gonna make life really comfortable for them. So good job, Kenny, and we're happy to be here. Sid, I don't know if you want to
5: sing. Thank you for having us. Enjoy the rest of this part of the program. General admission is beginning. You can float into the basketball pavilion, and the primary program led by our co-chairs, Haley and David Edelman, State Senator Vincent Hughes will begin about seven twenty, seven thirty. Thank you for being here.
1: Welcome to uh, Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. We are live in Nicetown, Philadelphia, at the Horwoods Sixth Man Center uh, on the occasion of the gala for the Philadelphia Youth Basketball uh, uh, Programs. Um, uh, you're listening to WRD. This is Evening Words, 900 AM, 96.1 FM. We'll be back after these messages.